saw me standing alone Welcome to the Slotted Lamb, a movies-by-minute watch of the John Landis written and directed 1981 horror classic, An American Werewolf in London. I'm your host, Troy, and I want to thank you for joining me on this journey. So today is Thursday, so we are going to be talking about Minute 91, and this particular minute starts with uh, running over the director and ends with trying to stop a crowd from clogging up the alley. So as we have just uh, uh, just come from the first little sequence of uh, crashes and uh, people being run over and by the uh, wolf running rampant through the streets of uh, Piccadilly Circus, we uh, are uh, finishing up with um, the previous minute has uh, a gentleman and a lady in a car swerving the uh, the car out of the way to obviously avoid hitting the wolf. And then we then cut to where this minute starts and we have a gentleman here being hit. So if uh, you pause it at the right particular moment, which I wasn't able to for this uh, viewing that we are doing, I am going to try and point out the fact that Ladies and gentlemen, we would like to introduce to you the gentleman that was uh, said that was Tommy Chong last week. Well, yesterday, sorry, is yeah. uh, actually the director John Landis himself. I know he looks like Tommy Chong right he here. He totally though, looks right? the, the beard and the head. The headband does not <laughs> help him at all. The only thing that distinguishes and the him fact from... that he's getting hit by a car while he's like, yep. what is he on the sidewalk? So it's <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, he actually like goes right into another woman that is standing right next to him. And then, oh, that's a better shot. There, there you go. You yeah. can totally see that that's John Landis there. You can the see it there. Yeah. yeah. It's when he's first walking by. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he uh, basically gets uh, hit by the car. Now, the kind of the cool thing is now whether or not it is, but from the way this is shot, you would think that the the man and the woman driving the car, right? when the camera switches around to see through the windshield, it looks like they hit John Landis and this woman, right? Yeah. Well, if you uh, look at the hood of the car, it's red. The car was actually yellow that the man or the woman was driving. And if you look at the driver, the driver is wearing a pair of leather gloves and a beige yeah, I see his sweater. Yeah, he's driving gloves. Yeah, he's wearing yeah. leather gloves and uh, a beige sweater. Well, the man yeah. was actually obviously had no gloves on and was wearing a red sweater. Yeah. So whether or not it was actually just a just, stunt shot they stuck in there, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, more than likely, you this think is, these legends would think a little harder than this? Well, it, again, it's on the screen. You also got to take in consideration in nineteen eighty-one. It amazes me sometimes where I'm just like, they didn't think to dress the stunt guy up like the guy that he's supposed to be in the movie. Like at least, I get the color of the car. They might have been like, you know what, we're stuck. We're in a jam. Whatever. Yeah. They yeah. couldn't get a red sweater or something for this guy. Like. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's basically, it's, it's, it's John Landis's uh, Hitchcock moment. It's him doing his own cameo in his own film. No, no, not him. He's cool. Oh. I'm happy with him. Okay. Oh, you talking the driver, how they didn't put I'm like talking a... about the driver. I'm talking yes. about the driver doing the stunt there. Yes. I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. He right? definitely looks like, he definitely looks like he's driving a stunt car. Exactly. And he's got yeah, the gloves and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what I mean. I'm just like, they couldn't have got that guy a red sweater. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yes, no, that totally makes sense. Yes, yes. <laughs> Plus, there's no one sitting beside him, clear, clearly, right? Like, no, the woman? for sure, for sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But at least the red sweater. That's all. Yeah. Come on. 
for us. So uh, <laughs> Landis uh, bounces off the uh, hood of the... Now also, um, if you look, it's a bank that he's about to run into. Yes. And yes. they have their you open see the visa sign. advertisements. They have their open sign. What bank is open at like 9, 10 o'clock at night? Like all the other stores are closed, right? Yeah, I don't know. So I don't yeah. But you know what, though? Banks are tricky because everyone's bank goes open like TD banks open until what, eight, nine o'clock at night? Yeah, but that's nowadays, though. Oh, I guess. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what banks were like back then, man. <laughs> well, no, because it was a big thing. It was a big thing when they announced that they were opened on Sundays at yeah. one point. Right. So it's true. Yeah. It's true. But again, like, right. They went from like porno theater to just like during the day to, to middle of the night all of a sudden. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Now I'm just let's just say the time of day. I mean, like, like again, the driver. Yeah. Now, if you look at the uh, driver now, he's actually ducked his head down to brace yep, for an impact. Yep. yep. Which is, which is kind of cool. And you can <laughs> see his hair and you can see yep. his rosy cheeks. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, good old John Landis about to flail himself into this uh, woman, yep. obviously another, stunt performer um but smacks her in the face oh 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 and then uh just uh they, they both careen right through the pane glass of the <laughs> oh there's a good shot there's a good shot with the the glass starting to break and he's actually that. hitting them in the he's actually hitting the other and, and at this point we don't know if that's a woman or a stunt man at this yeah. point in that the woman is being played by but because let's see here can we see let's keep going well as we it can looks see like it's still the woman there the red car yeah no definitely yeah it definitely looks like a woman and that is ah, good honor yeah well i mean they usually would have they usually would have put slapped a wig on a guy back yeah there, exactly right? exactly <laughs> imagine that, that was just a an full accident fall through and... <laughs> horrible accident caught on film yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, he actually looked like he smacked her in the face there when he was turning. He totally, right? he totally yeah. like when he spun around, he definitely decked her. That is yeah, for he sure. Flailed his hand right. That was yeah. like a nose breaking flail. <laughs> so uh, we then cut to some more uh, vehicular carnage. Uh, we yep, have yep. Uh, uh, an orangish brown car just parked there. Gentleman in it. We have a pedestrian. Looks like he's just rear-ended someone because that hood's yep. popped. A little oh, that bit. hood is totally popped up as if it just hit someone. And uh, we can see a, someone getting out of the way, which is always nice to have some actual live motion in a particular yep, yep. thing. And oh, here we go. <laughs> Once the uh, the vehicle hits the uh, the red vehicle hits the orange vehicle. We have someone ejected through the front windshield. Now we can see we can see that the driver is still in there, but there is, and there is no doubt that that is a dummy coming out of this. No, yeah, no, that, that, that it is, still looks good. Oh no, my, it looks fantastic. My, my only thing is how fast in the traffic of like downtown London during that time of night was this car going for this there guy is, to fly yeah, through that windshield? There is, there is no way you're going to, you're going to have at best fender benders and all that. Right. Like a have, bloody nose. Yeah. 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 But, but again, it's like, it he just was just going 120, you know, he just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't where, where did he come from? An alley? Yeah. Like... <laughs> so we have, uh, we see a, a 
a woman lying on the uh, floor, bloody yep. face, surrounded by glasses, people running by. Up. We get a shot of the profile of the snapping mouth of the wolf again. Yeah. Showing off yep. its, uh, its, its, its mass and all that. Um, so then once we uh, get past uh, the snapping, we go to what is a low angle of people trying to escape, obviously, the wolf as uh, the yep. wolf is hunting people for sure. Uh, when we cut back to the wolf, we see that he snaps at someone's pant leg, obviously missing. Nice. You don't... know what? I would have liked to see the wolf take someone down by the ankle. It would have been nice to see. That'd be cool. Oh, that would be fantastic. Right? Just yeah. take him down by the ankle and then just go for the back of the neck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing too, though, that you can't. It's hard really... though. It's a puppet. Yeah. Well, the, the, well, the puppet is fantastic. It's. Yeah especially the teeth are quite fragile in the exactly. opening in the opening sequence when when jack gets attacked on the moors yeah uh, apparently in the first like first moment when they shot that footage mm. jack was just wailing away at the thing and actually tore part of it away and rick baker just like ripped a strip off of uh <laughs> griffin dunn because he had just like look look we've only had this for like five minutes and you've already destroyed it Thankfully, yeah, yeah. they had a secondary head. I mean, you when, know, it would be tough, though, to act to make it realistically oh no. act like oh no. you're being attacked, right? And Especially because, you know, you're not hitting a person, so you're kind of just yeah. doing your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, teeth fall out, sharks teeth fall out. What are you yeah. going to do? And, well, no, and Griffin Dunn had, <laughs> yeah, Griffin Dunn had put a huge performance into it because he knew that John Lannis wanted him to go over the top, so he, like, really played it up and all that. Um, however, when they went to reshoot more of the sequence... Rick Baker sort of beat the crap out of <laughs> Griffin Dunn with the, the secondary puppet just to prove his point sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so I think being able to snap at someone's leg as they're running by, which would have been fantastic. I agree with you would, would have been yeah. pretty cool. If but, they were doing this again, again, if anyone's listening about the remake and you want to yeah. steal this idea. Yeah. Yeah. Take him down at the this angle. Is one, this is one that you should do. Oh, that would yeah. be amazing. Cause he could not only, he could, he like, grab at their ankle and drop them he can then yeah. leap onto their backs yep yeah yep. so and it gives you it also think about this it gives you that ankle yank fear kind of like jaws in the ocean yeah that whole entire like <laughs> oh or you yes yeah yeah you just, exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Your ankle, you're like what the fuck is that <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah that would be cool yeah yeah so we got uh, some other crashes going on uh but i want to show off one particular thing now we've got again we got a gentleman in i think it's a taxi yeah it's a taxi yeah uh in yeah. a winter jacket swerving back and forth we have uh another uh red car crashing into we got a lot of red cars we can see some stuntmen yeah, yeah. really uh really taking the hits which is fantastic obviously because <laughs> john lannis loves to do the actual a lot of stunts we got a couple of crashes and all that and when we come up to this next one we have a yellow car spinning around doing a slide into a red car where they crush the bobby between the two yep yep now if you look down where i've just paused it right now if you look at the back tire of the red car there's yep. a giant box yep it's a giant metal box and on the other side of the bobby he has two boxes which actually protects him from 
So it's the stunt going on. You still pretty crazy see, though, right? Oh no, it's a fantastic. That's stunt. a wild there, You ride. can't. You got to time Imagine it. Standing in between that and just waiting for that car and being like, "All right, these two boxes are going to stop this car." Exactly. You have <laughs> to a have toothpaste. A tube. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but you got to have like the precision of the guy in the yellow car to be able to swerve into a sideways slide, and yeah. then he probably like just barely hit those boxes, which is all cool. And it's all sold by the, by the angle. The angle sells this whole entire thing. The officer yeah. throwing his arms up as if he's actually, actually like been crushed between the two vehicles. And it's only, if you pause it at that second, <laughs> you see the box sitting there, but it's a fantastic uh. the sound effects of the screeching tires and all that. But the other great thing about it is as soon as the impact hits, it cuts to the scene of, uh, yeah of uh, nurse uh, uh, nurse Price sleeping in Dr. Hirsch's office, which is- Now she, as you mentioned this before, I don't know, but is she the one from The Guardian? The Do you remember that movie where she played like, a, she played like a nanny, kind of like an au pair that lived in the house and would try and seduce the husband, but she was like, kind of like an ancient kind of druidist kind of, being and there was like a tree that held all the souls and she would try to steal the baby and you had to kill the tree to kill her and the tree was like all bloody and whatnot when you cut it open i you know what i that does not sound an 80s familiar but you know what? Oh, you gotta just, check that out you know what? i'm gonna actually do I'm that pretty right sure it's her while we're talking now let me just uh, look that up um what did you say the guardian yeah i remember a movie called the guardian but it might be a different probably got used a few times yeah yeah exactly uh, oh yeah, no, that's that's totally not what I want to see. Uh, okay, let's go to IMDb. Let's go to uh, Jenny Agooder. Let's go to uh, Jenny. No, Agooder. There we go. Jenny Agooder. Bring up her. Love when they're hard to find. Mm. Okay, Jenny Agooder. Let's go into her filmography. And what did you say it's about? It's about uh, roughly uh, the 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 time. Oh, when? Yeah, it it's got it's had to have been the eighties. If okay. not, it was okay. if not the eighties, it was it was like ninety one or something. Like it was okay. Early. Okay, I will go to. Well, let's see here, because like we've got. Wait, she was an Amazon woman on the moon. Maybe that one I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, let's see her murder. She wrote Magnum PI. American War from London. Okay, so I am back to seventy-eight. So no, Equius. She was she was very young in that. So let's go the other direction. Yeah, it would have been after Werewolf. Yeah. Okay. So she was looked. She looked a little older, I think, but she was still playing like a like this very seductive role in a sense. Okay. So the Outsiders, Dark Man, Child's Play two. Oh man, she was in those. Yeah, uh, Dream oh, On. She was the mom in Child's Play too. She was the foster mom. Don't my shit. You're right. So she's been in a few horror movies. Wow. I. Wow. That is. That is. As soon okay. as you said it, I recognized who she was immediately. But before that, I was like, "What?" Uh, let's see here. We got. Uh... Oh, that's cool. Uh, September. Let's see. Summer of Love. I'm in '98, '99. 
oh wow okay then no yeah. she's it's it must not be her but i mean hey we found another fun one <laughs> yeah wow i didn't even wow i must have missed that when i was going through well earlier on the movie when i was going through her biography i must have missed that one that is so weird that i missed that okay let's look up this movie called the guardian now there's a couple of guardians if I can spell guardian. The poster right. was like a silhouette of like a woman kind of like over like a blue window kind of backlight as far as I remember. Okay. No. The I don't know guardian. if I can look it up on my phone. Well, I have the movie on Blu-ray. Guardian. The Guardian. No, I've got 2000. The Guardian. The Guardian Brothers. 1990. 1990? Because I got Guardians of the Galaxies, Rise of the it's Guardians. It's 1990, and you know what? It's not her. Jenny, this is the movie. I don't know if you can see me. I'm holding it up. Oh, I'm looking at the poster right now. Yeah. It does not look familiar to me. I'm just looking at it's a couple of the photos from me. Her name is Jenny Seagrove, though. Yeah. <laughs> I was wrong, but you know what? Child's play works for me too, so I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, child's play for sure. We'll go with the <laughs> child's play. That's a fun. That's a fun find. Because I do remember her in that very well. Right. All right. That's okay. Funny. So back to the movie. Uh, this uh, sequence here, uh, we're in Doctor Hirsch's office, um, and of course, obviously, Jenny is sleeping in the dark room. The uh, light switches on, and. Uh, we have uh, Dr. Hirsch uh, waking up. Uh, I called her Jenny, but she's she's Alex in the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. The character's name is Alex, <laughs> Alex Price. Uh, so um, Dr. Hirsch has just gotten some information about a disturbance in Piccadilly Circus involving some sort of mad dog. And of course, uh, the only thing uh, Jenny has to say about that as she snaps awake is questioning if it is David and... Uh, as soon as, uh, as soon as she says, David, we cut back to Pickle Daily Circus. Yeah, yeah. We have a fantastic uh, crowded shot of the uh, traffic uh, pileup that has happened all in front of the, uh, looks like it, the traffic has finally stopped. There's no one else moving. They're I mean, moving. I don't know how they got traffic in there in the first place, but they did yeah. it. <laughs> they did, yeah, they definitely did it. Yeah, yeah. And again, and how cool this, is it that that doctor is like the only doctor that was actually like, yeah, I believe in, I believe this could be a werewolf. Like that never happens. Well, cause, well, cause at first he, he didn't realize it. And then he thought it was some sort of psychological thing. So he decided but he was do, intrigued. He wasn't. Oh like, yeah. No, he definitely was. You know, he definitely, no, he did not. Happens. He, he probably like, it's like as soon as he got to the to the the boar's the boar's head, he 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 figured it out right away. He was like, it's yeah, like he exactly. saw it. He was like, you know what? Yeah. I believe these people. This is yeah, a thing. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is so, pretty cool. Yeah. Oh no, definitely for sure, for sure. And it and it's good that there was someone looking out for David, which was kind of neat. Other than uh, someone yeah. that wanted to jump his bones. So. <laughs> I mean, also pretty neat. Like, come on. If you're going to transform into your werewolf at your final days and you're going to get attacked and your best friend's going to get killed and come back as a zombie, at least you have this, like, hot nurse who is, like, in love with you For sure, while yeah. you're asleep yeah. and is going to take care of you, take you back to her place and, yeah. like, 
bed you and whatever feed well, you, you also you, you also gotta take in, you go get a job or go yeah. home or anything yeah <laughs> well you also have to take in consideration he's he's been laying unconscious there for like three weeks she's been tending yeah. to him for like three weeks before he wakes yeah. up right so, so she's done a lot of gross stuff and she still likes him. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's that's love that that is so now we have now we have a wave of uh, bobbies trying to get into the people out of the cars in the actual um uh in the actual mess of uh crashes and all that and the uh, wolf is still on the prowl and it is heading down a back alley now I love that there's still people walking around with the wolf oh right yeah now. they haven't yeah, cleared yeah. out yet for sure, for sure. Awesome. And uh, it's uh, basically started to head down a uh, what they call a dead end. Uh, yep, yep. And wonder uh, what that's like an entrance to that way, that down that alley there. Um, actually, you know what? I do have the information of where this location is. It's actually about like four or five blocks actually away from Piccadilly Circus. It's okay, like, so it's legit. This all happened like you know. Yeah. During the, during one, like you said, it was shot in sequence, so it would make mm-hmm. sense. Oh yeah, for sure, for away. sure. I just have to find my locations. I have information about locations, and now this looks we go. like a needle warehouse or something. Yeah, well, it's it's actually it's a, I got a fake end of the hallway as well. So okay. it's they basically build a dead end where, obviously, spoiler coming up, David gets yeah, trapped yeah. at this dead end. <laughs> Um, again, you're at this point of the movie. If you haven't watched the movie at this point and you're at in yes. the podcast. Also, we know the werewolf's heading this way, even regardless, and werewolves yeah. can't fly. So dead ends usually are dead ends either way. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so um, the actual wall that you see the uh, Bobby's running towards with that little poster on the back wall, yep, yep. that's a fake wall. Okay. That was built because uh, that continues on to uh, a different... Uh, a different sequence it, it like it, so that's like an alleyway down it's there. an alleyway oh, right this is this is that, this is more I of a see that that looks that would be awesome <laughs> yeah exactly yeah what you should have taken us deeper in that would have been a cool maybe it was too hard to shoot there what do you mean why would it have been maybe too... beyond that beyond that little doorway maybe it's too too tight oh, too see. dark to something you know something's not right for shooting because it would have been it looks like it would have been a cool place to continue shooting well, no, it's it's basically it's it's uh actually um. So it's the alleyway in the West End in Click, uh, Clink Street, Southwark, London. Um, I will. That is, but yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I have no idea either. Um, but it's it's basically what it is 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 actually a tunnel that leads to the back alley into more like there's uh, shopping behind it and all that. There's a restaurant uh, just beyond the six. Well, technically nowadays there's a restaurant there, uh, okay. but yeah. So like I said, at the end of that tunnel, it goes hey, off and there's another building. Mystery tunnel, I guess it'd be, yeah. it'd be nice to see what's in there, but let's go with that. It, it works. Yeah, it does. It does. And uh, that's basically where we have uh, them running down to, and uh, it's just, we got, uh, now this shot here is a completely different alley. 
So the actual alley where David has gotten himself trapped, or sorry, the wolf has gotten himself uh, trapped yeah. is a completely different alley. So, yes. Yeah. So um, it looks completely different. It does. It does. And then we uh, have a situation where the actual cops are now coming down, and basically the one cop that is in head basically points out, "Hey, that's a dead end down there." And uh, we have uh, the all the cops showing up, and then of course, you know, the general public because because uh, everyone loves a spectacle. Everyone, uh, and it's it's just so funny how these people are like dodging through uh, the 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 cops and all that. And yeah. one of my favorite parts is uh, like this one guy that comes along and like this this guy right here this gentleman just squeezing here, between the two cars that basically hops over yeah. <laughs> the situation and uh yeah so the cops are really really losing uh their control over the situation we got a nice beautiful shot of uh the wolf yet again which i don't think i need any more screenshots of the wolf but Still, you <laughs> yeah, get a nice no, clear a shot one. of the like, face. The eyes in that one were, yeah, really piercing in that moment. Mm -hmm. And then we just again people culminating, and that's basically where we end this particular minute. Yep. Yeah. So uh, it just uh, we're almost there. Yep. We yep. are practically there. We are practically almost there. You you can see it. You can see it. Um, it's kind of neat to. And it's just, again, it's just a fantastic, like the way it's all pieced together, the way it's all flows into each other. It's just. Yeah, I mean, like, yes, obviously, when we find flaws when we're watching this by the millisecond. Yeah. Like, you're going to see things, you're going to catch things. For sure. I mean, in, in, and when you put a lot of thought behind it, it happens all the time. It happens in almost every big movie. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty crazy that it happens in all these huge movies. And it probably happens less in smaller movies. Oh, for sure. But yeah. 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 It's, it's nuts. It's the stuff that you see in there. It's like, yeah. It, it, and like you said, it's as simple as like, you know, getting a red sweater for a stuntman would have just yeah. made you never even think of the color of the hood of that car. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But again, or like I, a dummy of a woman in a wig sitting beside it, you yeah. know, or things like that. Yeah. But it's I, like it's all happening so quick normally that you still wouldn't sure. notice. Yeah. People never used to break down movies like this. No, 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 no. It no, never is, used to happen. This is relatively a new thing. So yeah. This would have ruined your VHS tape even. So like Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You would tear that thing to shreds. Yeah, I but went again, through VHS just, just watching them doing this. So yeah, it just shows that a, a sequence like this whole entire like two or three minutes of like from the minute that the wolf gets out of the theater, all the crashes and all that, how a sequence like that is is so beautifully flows into each other through the edit. You've got all different types of shots. You've got static shots. You've got tracking shots. You've got a shot with a giant wolf puppet. You've got like showing off gore. You've got like dummies it, it's just fantastic how like it just beautifully flow like i said it just flows and it's the editing that helps this sequence along so beautifully so yeah 
one thing I just wanted to show you, if you can catch it, when um, he's down the alley after the uh, the the cops swoop in on the car accident, watch uh, the wolf's back legs. Okay, if you can see, if you can make out the back legs, here we go, right here, and you will see that the back legs just sort of hover yeah, <laughs> across yeah, yeah. the ground, which is. Uh, which, Which is why they don't show the, us the back legs. The yeah, front exactly. Legs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How the front legs are being controlled, but there's no, it's just bobbing up and down the, the back legs. Yeah. So. I mean, it's tough. It's a tough thing to do, oh, especially yeah. in a crowded area. For sure. Is sneaking out of a basement. Yeah. 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 But uh, again, now, still. now knowing that, how awesome would this, could, could they have made a movie like this? had they not had to do this outside and like, you know, had it been coming out of someone's basement and like how cool and crazy would that look? <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh yeah. No, no, I totally agree with you there. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's what they did is pretty incredible. Yeah. Over on the commentary track, as John Landis is being sent through the glass entrance of the bank, Griffin Dunn acknowledges the director's presence. And up until the point where, after all the car crashes that uh, culminate with the officer being crushed between two cars, Griffin also states that John really loves his car crashes. Then, after the quick scene with Alex and Dr. Hirsch, Griffin jokingly says the phrase, Mad Dog and the Englishman. And at the end of the uh, minute... Griffin mentions how he is thankful that John uh, stuck with the uh, wolf idea instead of making a wolf man. According to the script, again, like mentioned in the previous episode, this sequence is slightly rearranged between the script and the movie. So the script rearranged to fit the film is now scene 93. Exterior Cinema Night, where the wolf runs into the traffic and the sequence of the car swerves to avoid hitting the wolf. Actually plows into pedestrians, hurling one through a shop window. Then back to scene 91. Interior Dr. Hirsch's office night. The doctor uh, wakes Alex with the, his information about the mad dog. Alex questions if it is David. And Dr. Hirsch has an extra line of, I doubt it, but it's something to do. Then, back over to scene 93, exterior cinema night, where the wolf runs down the cul-de-sac, pursued by the police, and pretty much... The rest of it plays out as it does when according to this particular minute of the movie. When it comes to the radio drama, this particular sequence of the radio drama is completely reworked from the actual script version as well as the actual movie version. So I will try and break down what actually happens in this sequence to try and catch up to where we are in the actual movie. So. The radio play actually has the sequence where McManus and Villers shows up at the theater and they actually have a starting of a conversation. 
Now, we then cut to the sequence in uh, Dr. Hirsch's office where uh, Dr. Hirsch and Alex uh, are having the conversation about the thing, uh, about the, the wild animal in Leicester Square. Uh, it is a little extra. Uh, Alex is woken up. There's a little bit of conversation how she should go home. Then Dr. Hirsch points out that the disturbance with the wild dog uh, and then... Dr. Hirsch's extra line, which is in the script that isn't in the movie, about, well, it's something to do. We then go back to the actual theater, and the uh, uh, Villers is trying to um, hold uh, everyone at bay to make sure that they are not overreacting. They uh, He then takes control and tells them, look, it's not uh, a wild animal. When Miller's pill uh, brings up the Point, do you think it's the boy uh, from from uh, America? Then uh, Villers basically shuts that down completely. Uh, the officers are uh, mentioned that it's trying to break through, and that uh, Villers is convinced that hey, it's not uh, an uh, it's it's not a creature. It's just some sort of wild animal. Call the SPCA to get down here. And uh, while this is happening, the wolf breaks through. Uh, it attacks uh, Villers, and um, everyone is in a panic. The uh, they, they, the uh, the 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 wolf then, after attacking Villers, takes off. Uh, we hear a gurgling sound coming from Villers as McManus comes over to console him, yells for an ambulance. Uh, then Villers, through the last bit of what he can say, uh, tells him that the eyes, the eyes are the boy's eyes. Uh, then another officer says it's not going to do us much good. His head's almost clear off. Another officer comes in and asks um, McManus what uh, they should do, that the uh, the animal is headed towards the uh, waterfront. He then commands them to uh, basically culminate and try and steer it into an enclosed area and that uh, everyone should pack up here and then follow pursuit of the lead car that is after the wolf. And that is where we pretty much almost sort of catch up with the actual movie when it comes to the radio drama. So you just want to give out uh, your credentials once again as we come to the end of this uh, episode? Yeah, yeah. Again, still horror savvy at Instagram. So you can find me there. Uh, hit me up if you want to chat about horror or anything like that. I'm around. And uh, until next time, I guess, right? Yeah, exactly. So until next time, uh, we're going to get you back for uh, at least uh, the final day of this week. And uh, like we said, we've only got a couple more after this. So if you can maybe the week after. We'll see where that takes us. And on that note, that brings us to the end of another minute of An American World from London and the end of this episode of Welcome to the Slaughtered Lamb. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast on either Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast catchers. And if you'd be so kind as to share, rate, and review us, that would be really cool too. If you feel like following this podcast on the social medias, you can follow Planet Geek Pod, all one word, on Instagram and Twitter. And if you would like to send us in a message via email, send it to planetgeekpod at gmail.com. So until next time, remember, keep off the moors, stick to the roads, best of luck.
Doing anything exciting tonight? <laughs> Watching horror movies. There you go. Probably Maniac Cop later. Um, now, is that... What does Bruce Campbell have to do with that? He's the cop that's getting framed for the murder. He's the sure. right. He's the bright. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I know I'd seen it years ago and basically the it's only been thing a while, I right? So I, I, I saw this again last year, probably for the first time in over oh, a really? decade. And yeah. I was like, this movie's awesome. It's, you know oh, it's a great movie. It, yeah. The price dropped on it. It was on my wish list. And I was just like, you know, I'm going to pick it up before it goes out of print. And I'm glad I did because it went out of print. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. So many of these things go out of print, man. They they sucker you. They sucker you real good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like buy it now for thirty dollars, or it's gonna be eighty bucks later. So it's up to you. <laughs> like thirty dollars is a lot for a Blu-ray of like twenty-two, nineteen, eighteen. Less than that's awesome. Is, but, it, is there any sort of special edition of it? Is there? Oh any- yeah. It's, I mean, it's a Synapse film, so like they they do a decent remaster. Okay, they have, gotcha. They have special gotcha. features. It's like, but still, you know, it's a lot. <laughs> In the states, it's easier for them. That's all. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. 